the Broncos Blitz podcast with Ronnie K, presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. We're today on the podcast. I want to talk about the couple bubble players that are going into the final preseason game for the Denver Broncos. Oh, finally, it's over. The Broncos play their final preseason game against the Arizona Cardinals at Broncos Stadium at Mile High. That is coming up, of course. But first, our friends over there at Pro Football Focus. Now, here's the thing. If you are like me, you're a big fantasy guy. So PFF Fantasy, they are offering the most in-depth stats and analysis to give you a massive edge over your competition. Use those projections, those data-driven matchup tools to find breakout players. And then, of course, you could always sit back and follow Jeff Ratcliffe's expert rankings all season long. Don't waste another season and guessing which players to draft. I know a lot of fantasy drafts are coming up this weekend. Or if you're fading players, who to pick, who to trade. Use PFF Analytics to optimize every draft pick, trade offer, and DFS lineup. Sign up at Pro Football Focus and, of course, PFF.com and use this promo code. Not 10, not 15, how about 25% off your order at Pro Football Focus. Use the promo code PFF25. If you're a high-stakes player, join PFF Elite to access her green line game picks for NFL and college games. Green line shows you which picks have the highest confidence to beat the spread money line over and under. Join at pff.com and use that promo code PFF25. That's PFF25 to save 25% off for a limited time. Broncos Cardinals coming up, and there are a lot of bubble players who are going to be playing for their jobs. Let's be truly honest. They are going to be playing for their jobs on offense and defense. Now, we saw some veteran cuts a little bit earlier in the week with Nick Williams, Zach Kerr, Dakota Watson, so that leaves a couple players actually solidifying their jobs and looking at you, Demarcus Walker, as well as Mike Purcell on that defensive line, obviously probably keeping those guys after they moved on from Zach Kerr. But particularly on the offense, I think there's a lot of decisions to be made, and I think that first decision starts at quarterback. So a guy who's not going to be playing is Drew Locke, obviously. And will he go on IR? Because if he does, that means that it's probably Joe Flacco and Kevin Hogan for the rest of the year. But the real decisions start at running back and wide receiver. And the bubble guys, of course, being Devontae Booker. And then there's a plethora of them at the wide receiver position. Trinity Benson, Brendan Langley, Fred Brown. Of course, you have uh, the CU product in Jawan Winfrey, Kelvin McKnight, uh, River Craycraft, Stephen Dunbar. I think we can pretty solidly say Emmanuel Sanders, Cortland Sutton, Deshaun Hamilton, Tim Patrick have made the roster. Those four are going to make the roster. They're going to be on that uh, active team. But from there, it just becomes this major cluster of individuals. Jawan Winfrey, I think, is the one player that most have as the fifth wide receiver is somebody who has made a couple plays. He's added some crucial drops as well, too. But look, they need somebody to also play special teams as well, too. And that's exactly what Jawan Winfrey is going to give you. And he's going to be somebody who's going to be kind of one of those head down. Yes, sir. Do whatever you need to do for coach types. And uh, Vic Fangio certainly likes that. Don't know if uh, River Craycraft is uh, going to be able to solidify his position until the end of the preseason game against Arizona. And here's why. 
the big reason I think that I would have River Craycraft as my sixth wide receiver is obviously for the return game. It's for special teams. And if he was to go out against Arizona and then all of a sudden muff a punt or drop something uh, and, and just have one of those situations that flashes you back to, you know, um, uh, Trinity Holiday, like you can't have that. And, and the one thing that you were relying on from River Craycraft is to catch the football. Anything else you get from that is gravy. That's where we stand right now with the return game for the Denver Broncos. I know that's a terrible notion to be thinking about. Is like, oh, we just want you to catch the ball, but that's really where we're at. And if all of a sudden River Craycraft was to not catch the football, it really invalidates the reason of why they actually need to keep him on the roster. So this is a big game for him. He is got to catch every punt, kickoff return, whatever may be the case that he gets an opportunity at. And look, if he can make a play, great, but catch the football. That is going to be crucial. I think the next name after him is Kelvin McKnight, but that that drop-off is a bit large because, again, the big deal is catching that football. Now, if River Craycraft, and I should say, I guess we should phrase it this way, it is River Craycraft's job to lose – because I don't know if there's somebody behind him in Stephen Dunbar, Kelvin McKnight, Trinity Benson, who could seriously make enough plays to where you're like, okay, we're going to go elsewhere. You know, so I, I, that's where I see the wide, wide receiver battle, but certainly it could change big time against Arizona if all of a sudden River Craycraft was to muff a punt, and then you're second-guessing and thinking, well, all right, he can't catch the punt either, so we might as well go with the one who can give us more on offense, who can also play special teams, who is probably going to muff the punt as well too, but they're both doing it anyway, so what's the point? So a lot to get to with when it comes to the wide receivers that still hasn't been solved that they're going to have to figure out this uh, – against the Arizona Cardinals. When it comes to the offensive line, I think you're pretty close when it comes to the depth and being able to hammer it out. I guess the big question for the Broncos is, are you keeping nine or are you keeping ten? I think John LeGlue is probably going to be your one bubble guy that either you're trying to decide if you're keeping nine or ten. Because he would be that 10th guy, basically. Your 9 would be uh, Jake Rindle, Don Barclay, Jake Rogers, Sam Jones, and uh, Austin Slotman. Schlotman, I should say. Uh, With Ryan Crozier, Quinn Bailey, uh, Adam uh, Biznawada, these guys are not going to make the roster. But they're getting taped. They're getting opportunities to put it down. John LeGlue is the one that's going to be that bubble player. We'll see if the Broncos uh, end up keeping 9 or 10. I'm guessing they're going to end up keeping 9 on the offensive line, and I will have a roster prediction hopefully out here on MileHighSports.com coming shortly. Tight end, another discussion. Obviously, we know now of Jake Butt's injury. Uh, I have said time and time again on this podcast that if Jake Butt cannot put together a stellar training camp, I think it is time to move on. Look, the talented guy, really good kid, has a great head on his shoulders, and unfortunately his body has failed him. And there's there's nothing you can do if you're the Broncos. I suppose at this point you could just put him on IR and say, hey, punt it down till next year and just kick the can down the road. But look, if the can is full of rotten beans, rotten beans will remain rotten beans. It is the way it is. And unfortunately for Jake Butt, more injuries continue to be a problem for them at the tight end position. And particularly for him, he has to have another procedure. Uh, I'm told that it is supposed to be a minor procedure, but regardless, You never want to see that from a guy who's already had multiple ACL issues. So a problem there, which means that maybe you open up another room when it comes to the tight end. I'm guessing that they're going to keep three 
It's going to be the three that you think of, Jeff Hireman, Noah Fant, and Troy Fumagalli. Don't know if you want to end up keeping a, a fourth tight end uh, in this case, but obviously that, that opportunity is there. Flipping to the defensive side, I actually think the defense is quite solidified with maybe one or two bubble guys, and we're going to get to them here in a second. But the defensive line, pretty stout, obviously, when it comes to the starters in Gotts' Harrison Wolf with Demarcus Walker and Draymond Jones, as well as Mike Purcell making the roster. One of those bubble guys is Deshaun Williams. Is Deshaun Williams done enough at nose tackle to justify a roster spot? There may be some offensive extra spot uh, spots that have been slotted to be used on defense. Say that five times fast. And maybe Deshaun Williams gets one of those spots. So he's going to be one of those number 97 down in the middle of the big uglies. We'll be watching him very, very closely against the Cardinals. Linebackers, again, also pretty solidified. Bradley Chubb on Miller, Josie Jewell with Justin Hollins, Malik Reed bringing up some depth. Uh, Keyshawn Beria as well, too. They've had, obviously, injury issues with Joe Deneen. Um, you know, there, there's going to be some uh, potential... Uh, Extra depth guys brought on as Todd Davis dealing with the injury, obviously, and then Alexander Watson, Josh Watson. We'll see if Josh Watson gets an opportunity to be on this roster. And then the one that I think actually makes the roster at, oh, I guess you could say it's a hybrid right now, still in transition mode, is Jamal Carter. Look, the guy stepped into the inside linebacker position and actually kind of played pretty darn well. Somebody who was a safety for so long, dealt with injuries, and now all of a sudden at this inside linebacker position, is doing his job, and I think that's the big thing, is do your job. Not to quote the New England Patriots, but that's that's the big thing here, is like if you are going through new things you know if you're if you've got a new job you know let's just say you you got a new desk job and and you it's your first week and you just don't want to screw up right you know you know you can't go above and beyond because you can't work at a, a truly efficient pace because you're still learning people's names you're still learning the system you're still learning the routine you know am i supposed to take lunch here or am i supposed to take lunch at three o'clock or or five or whatever may be the case jamal carter's kind of going through that but the one thing you can do is make sure you do your job and you take care of the most important things. And I think Jamal Carter has done a lot of that so far. Now, small sample size, but I think that he's done enough to justify a roster spot. And is that going to boot out Sua Cravens? ESPN's uh, Jeff Legwald had an interesting little point. He actually, in his roster prediction this week, left Sua Cravens off the roster, basically saying Jamal Carter is doing what they thought Sua Cravens was going to do. And I think that's a very interesting point because we are now about a year and a half into this whole Sua Cravens deal. And he's exactly right. Sua Cravens was going to play this hybrid linebacker safety role where uh, if he was needed to step in there, he's going to be able to do it. He's going to be able to cover tight ends on wheel routes or uh, running backs out of the backfield. And while he has at times... Jamal Carter, all of a sudden, he gets off of injury. He's asked to do this. He says yes. He steps in. He actually looks pretty decent in a small sample size. And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, what's the point of keeping Suwak Cravens around? So I don't know if you'll have another extra spot to actually keep him around. We will see. That's going to be one of those bubble guys that you're going to be watching. Obviously, the rest of the secondary is pretty darn solidified between Chris Harris Jr., Bryce Callahan, Isaac Yadam, who's really come on this preseason and, and uh, this training camp. Number 26 has done very well for the Denver Broncos. Devontae Bosby as well, too. 41, looking pretty good. And uh, this is a Broncos secondary that, look, I have talked about this. They were a tremendous, I'm going to say tremendous, tremendous weakness last year. 
on the defensive side of things. And really, they were the only major defensive weakness. And kudos to the Broncos because somehow this is now one of the bigger strengths on the team. You have top-flight starters on both ends, plus at your nickel. You have great safeties. Justin Simmons has looked tremendous, obviously, this training camp with, what, six picks, I think it is. Uh, they look really, really good in the secondary, and they have they are going to get opportunities to catch football and run it back on uh, picks and, and interceptions. So uh, with a pass rush that we expect is going to be very, very good, I expect this Denver secondary to be quite good. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast. Of course, it's presented by our friends over there at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a Hop, skip, and jump away from Coors Field. 70 Colorado beers on tap. 100 Colorado distilled spirits. Take a quick break. We'll come back and chat more about some of the bubble guys on this team. So, again, going over the bubble guys as the Broncos get ready to play the Arizona Cardinals here. It's Broncos Blitz Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. So I think special teams is going to be a big, big deal when it comes to crafting this roster because, again, you know, if River Craycraft, it is his job to lose. And if he ends up losing that job, then all of a sudden – Things change big time, all right? Who becomes your sixth wide receiver? Do you even keep a sixth wide receiver? Does Devontae Booger get more shots? Now all of a sudden you're really, man, it just kind of throws things through a blender and then last second because we don't have any more games to test. And remember, cut day, Saturday, and again, the new style on cut day started a couple years ago. Denver goes from their full whatever, whatever it is, 89-90 that they have currently and they go down to 53, so there's going to be a lot of names that are going to hit the open market all of a sudden. There are going to be some surprises that I think people see, but for the most part, the bigger ones, Dakota Watson, uh, Zach Kerr, there were, were some pretty big names. Those names already taken care of, obviously, earlier in the week, and maybe as a courtesy to these veterans. We've obviously Nick Williams already signed on with the San Francisco 49ers, so uh, you know those guys, their name is now out. Maybe they have opportunities to jump on other teams. Hopefully they do, because I, and particularly I'm going to say this in the case of Zach Kerr, great guy, um, and I really hope you get the opportunity to jump on over to his uh, Twitter handle, uh, his social media pages, because he talks a lot about a, a condition called sarcoidosis, which has uh, affected his family in the past, and he's done a lot of great things in the community, and I, I hope he continues to do that, and I hope you continue to support him in that, because again, you know, these guys are football players, and, and yes, you want him to perform on the field, but what they do off the field can sometimes be even just far more important than what they do on the field and they're utilizing that platform for good and I always appreciate that and uh, Zach Curry has been one of those guys who has been great for me at least uh, when talking to him about the sarcoidosis and um, yeah, condition that affected his mother I believe it was so uh, I hope you check him out on social media and do that so a lot of cuts to get to of course we'll be following the game I'll be at Broncos Stadium at Mile High which by the way hopefully has a new name shortly and a new presenter uh, our friend Les Shapiro of Mile High Sports Scoop Shapiro as we call him. He uh, reported a little bit earlier this week that uh, Broncos in hard negotiations. Could be having a new stadium name here shortly. It's supposed to be a local company as well, too. So, hey, if you got ideas, throw it to me on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter. And, of course, again, we'll have the roster prediction up, as well as discussions, debates, all kinds of great stuff up there at milehighsports.com, all a part of our Denver Broncos coverage. We will be at the game, of course, tonight. And, uh, in the locker room, talking with Vic Fangio on the, well, who stays, 
Who goes after the final preseason game against Arizona? Old friend, uh, well, I'm not I'm not even going to call him a friend. Vance Joseph's back. Ooh, just sends shivers up my spine. Just saying that. Okay, Arizona's back, and the Broncos play their final preseason game against the Cardinals. You can find me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the K Radio on Twitter, where, again, say thanks to our friends over there at Pro Football Focus, as well as our friends at Tap 14. We are all done for the podcast. Of course, if you want to find more podcasts, previous archives of the daily Broncos Blitz podcast, be sure to find it at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com. And, of course, on the all-new Mile High Sports mobile app that is free, by the way, for Apple and Android, you can download the mobile app, and maybe if you're on the way to the game and you got that RTD ride that's going to take you 20 minutes, and quite frankly, you don't want to interact with the people on that RTD ride, just slip some headphones in, listen to the Broncos Blitz podcast, and enjoy your ride there, and maybe you learn a couple things or two. I am all done for today's edition of the Broncos Blitz Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to check out MileHighSports.com for all your discussions, debates, player profiles, interviews, a lot of great stuff over there at MileHighSports.com, and be sure to check out the radio show, 7 a.m. on Mile High Sports at 7 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, Monday through Friday, as we're always talking Broncos. Of course, I'll be reacting after the Arizona Cardinals game on Friday and checking out all the, um, well, things that happened, how they affect the roster, etc. So make sure to check that out. And always you can stream that show, by the way, at milehighsports.com. Where again, your destination for Broncos coverage when it comes to the debates, discussions, player profiles, interviews, audio, and this podcast at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. See you, y'all.